Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. Uh, On this podcast, what I want to talk about is internet feelings. Now, (laughs) when I say internet feelings, I'm not talking about, you know, how you feel about somebody that you saw on Instagram. Um, I was doing some reading, scrolling through social media, (laughs) and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, Scrolling through social media, and I saw this link about this story about how, um, you know, the Internet or our actions with our cell phones have made us feel made a lot of people feel um lonely and isolated and so when i so when i read it i was like hmm that's interesting um and so i clicked on it started reading and obviously you know you it, it got me to thinking because like over the last two decades if you will um the internet has done so much i mean it's Given us the ability to, you know, talk to people across the globe. Um, I just know, like when I first started on the Internet, it was about getting in chat groups and, you know, you know, learning and meeting new people, if you will. Uh, I could email anybody across the globe, you know, at any time. And then with the advent of cell phones, um, Obviously, that allowed us to be able to speak to people when we're away from home, Um, you know, had to put that pager down and move over to the cell phones. Uh, And then the advent of social networks and social networking and social media. And what that did was that allowed us to connect with people, you know, friends, family, foes, (laughs) people from the past. Uh, childhood friends, college friends, co-workers, whomever. Um, and you could do that really at the click of a button. And, you know, subsequently, smartphones made it easier to stay connected with people around the clock at any given time. And you would think with all of that stuff happening, um, you know, that life, if you will, for some would be a lot more simpler. Um, but it really wasn't. And the article talked about how studies have shown that it's left a lot of people, you know, feeling lonely and isolated. And um, and they gave a couple of examples. And I said, you know what, I might as well bring this to the podcast because this is something really cool and interesting to talk about. Um, one thing that they had outlined. Um, as far as relationships, uh, social media has shown that relationships or at least are portrayed to be a lot more superficial than what they really are and this is true uh you really can't form a relationship with someone unless you talk about real issues and share your problems but listen (laughs) we all know that's not what happens on social media um For some people, you know, social media is a place to make life look a lot better than what it really is. 
Um, you know, and to be honest, there's more than a few people who front, you know. So rather than share what's really going on, you know, people are more likely to talk and try to show things um, as far as like their accomplishments, what they got, you know, stuff that's dope um, or <laughs> a nice dinner <laughs> with their food pictures. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Um, but I think, you know, for some, it's become very superficial. And, you know, again, they're front. And so you have to kind of you really got to kind of see through the BS. I mean, to be honest. Um, and then also, how much of that are you willing to participate in? Like case in point, like for me, just last week, I was on vacation and uh, I found myself on vacation and I spent this is probably the first time in a while that I spent a lot less time, you know, doing phone stuff and staying connected with my friends and stuff like that. Um, and it was cool. Uh, and it was actually, you know, kind of relaxing to to get away from it, just walk around with the phone in my pocket or, you know, a couple of times the phone was just left wherever. And um, but the thing about it was being on vacation, I did take pictures but I found myself not really sharing, you know, a lot of the pictures that I took. A lot of the pictures just stayed in my cell phone. Um, and, you know, it was by design because, one, if I shared some of the pictures, then, you know, uh, I got a comment. <laughs> and, you know, that could be time consuming in and of itself. Um, but I'm not trying to, you know, paint a picture as like. You know, I didn't want people to see what kind of because I because I had a dope vacation. I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, but I don't ever want to become one of those people who just post stuff just to post it. You know, I don't want it to be like that. I think you should share when you want to share. And again, this isn't speaking to everybody, but, you know, some people are you know very good at hiding what is really, really real and. Ultimately, they need to keep that facade up, you know, and so, you know, that relationship that they brag about, you know, really ain't shit. <laughs> and the dude who, you know, they fawned over on social media, you know, might not be the guy who she thought he was and vice versa. Um, so, you know. Real life is real life. And I think sometimes people kind of get those lines blurred. Um, but that was one of the things that they pointed out that, you know, with social media, our relationships uh, have grown or at least are at the very least sometimes portrayed and uh, they seem to be more superficial. Um, and, you know, if you don't have meaningful connections with people, it's very possible that people could feel lonely and isolated. So. You know, and that can happen even when you're surrounded by people. So that's something to kind of look out for. Um, another thing they talked about was uh, the screen time um, and what the screen time does. And when you have a good amount of screen time, one of the things that they pointed out was that you really lose the ability to read social clues cues excuse me um i've always been big on 
nonverbal communication, right? I think you can tell a lot by a person. I mean, if you walk in a room and a person's standing there with their arms folded, something's not right. I mean, that's perfect nonverbal communication. Um, and I know for a fact, just because I, <laughs> I'm a father with kids who have cell phones, um, their cell phones and their interactions on social media, it definitely interferes with their ability to read social cues from me. You know, if I walk in the house and the trash hasn't been taken out and I got this mean look on my face and my kids are looking at me like, yo, and they're not even looking at me. They're looking at the phone. So what's up, dad? And they keep it moving. Then, you know, obviously I'm going to be even more upset by the fact that the trash wasn't taken out and you're sitting here on your cell phone and you're not even paying me any attention. So, you know, sometimes you can do that and really not even be cognizant of it. Um, and one of the things that I talked about in the article was that kids got better at reading people's emotions just five days after being away from their cell phones. So it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing for them to you know, kind of detach themselves from time to time. Um, and we know for a fact, as far as adults, uh, it definitely takes a toll on our intelligence as well and our ability to, to catch up on social cues as well. Um, you know, when you're sitting face to face with somebody, you can't hit them with, you know, smiley face emojis. <laughs> uh, you know, you can tell a lot from people by looking at them, you know, studying them, their nonverbal communication, uh, their body language, if you will, the gestures that they have. But, you know, to be honest, you're not going to get that if you're looking at a cell phone. If you're looking at social media, all of that stuff is going to be missed. And, you know, at this point, you know, you really can't afford to miss it. And in a lot of ways, again, it goes back to what they said, you know, I could see how someone would feel lonely and isolated because, you know, screen time definitely interferes with, you know, the ability for people to read social social cues and to see how you're actually feeling. You know, you could be down and out and somebody might not even know it because they didn't really pay you or give you the attention that you needed, uh, you know, when you walked in a room or when you said something or what have you. So. Um, you know, it's something to definitely keep in mind, uh, not just for us, but for our children as well. Um, oh, another thing they pointed out was, um, the emphasis on quantity of relationships and not quality of relationships. And, um, one of the things that I wrote down that was very, was highlighted very eloquently in the, in the piece was that it says that. The average Facebook user has 338 friends. Um, and obviously, clearly having a bunch of friends doesn't make you feel less lonely on social media. Um, and you might think, OK, well, 338 friends, that's a lot. But sometimes the more connections that you have, the more stressed out you might be. Um, and I think. There's something to that. And it's partly because maybe you have better relationships on social media than you do, you know, with your family members or friends. 
and, and so maybe <laughs> maybe you communicate with your friend on Twitter more than you do, you know, your aunt. Very possible, very plausible. Um, and so it, it, it can be frustrating at times. Um, but one thing I will say is ne- it should never be about the quantity of, you know, the, the connections or the relationships that you have on social media. Um, like for me, I'll use myself as, as an example. I have a, a pretty solid number of Twitter followers, uh, but the number of followers compared to the number of people I actually contact on Twitter uh, it's a huge discrepancy, right? <laughs> so it might be, let's say, I don't know. I'd probably say, let's say, let's say there's a hundred people that follow me on Twitter that I follow on Twitter that I keep it, you know, that I chat with on a monthly basis at some point in time or another, uh, that pales in comparison to the, I don't know, 2000 something people that follow me. So you can get lost in that. I don't care about the 2000. I don't care. I mean, I mean to be honest, I really, <laughs> honestly, I, re- I really wish sometimes a hundred people followed me. That would be perfect. <laughs> but, um, that's on a small scale. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, just trying to really just kick it on Twitter, like how I like to kick it. And you got, 500,000 followers I mean because that means like every because that means like everything that you say and do there's going to be a response to it I I don't want that I there's nothing better than being you know anonymous and being able to move about um you know those those blue check marks come at a price I don't need that so um and it's cool i mean i'm not knocking it i mean i guess if if, i'm pretty sure there's some people there might be even be some of you listening who would want 500,000 followers personally i don't (laughs) i really don't again i i would be cool just with 100 and i would be good and i remember one time when i had 100 followers i I wonder what it would like to be you know to have a thousand followers on twitter and Honestly, you can have a thousand followers, but really a thousand people really aren't following you. They're not even communicating with you. <laughs> so it's not about the, you know, the, the, the quantity. It's about the quality. That's what you should make it about. I, I would rather have 10 friends on Facebook who I really, really kick with and care about me that I can keep up with and they can keep up with me than have 2000 people. Cause it's just not, you know, honestly, you're not going to be able to balance all of that. And it really depends on how much you value that type of stuff. Personally, I don't, um, I'm thankful for those who, you know, who do rock with me on social media and then thank, and even more thankful for those who listen to this podcast. But you know, I've often said it doesn't really matter how many people listen to this podcast. And I'm being honest. It really doesn't. Do I want people to listen? Of course I do. But it really doesn't matter how many people because I really don't know who listens. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I get a number. I could look. I could go to like SoundCloud and look and see how many numbers of number of people listen. But, you know, to be honest, I might do that once 
every two or three weeks. But I'm not about the numbers. I don't care about that. I just want people to listen and, and vibe with it. And that's it. Um, but anyway, like I said, it's, you know, I think that's something that people tend to lose sight of. You, it should be about the quality of the relationships that you have and the connections that you have on social media, not the quantity because things get lost. And then again, even, even having a big number, you can feel lonely and isolated and really be into your internet feelings. Um, and, and I think the other thing I, I wrote down here that they talked about was, uh, smartphone addiction. Um, <laughs> I, I think we all probably have had that, uh, in some way, shape or form. Um, I think we all have probably at some point, I know I have, um, case in point, like how many times have you gone to a restaurant and you see two people sitting across from each other and both of them have their cell phones out and like they're not paying each other any attention. Uh, I, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen that a lot. Uh, I'll say this. It really should be about you and that other person face to face. Now, if you pull out your phone and look something up, that's fine. You know, but I, that, and I used to be really, really bad at that, but I've gotten to the point where now it's just like, I don't even care. My phone stays in my pocket if I take it out. And so, because it should be about that face-to-face interaction. I remember I was hanging out with one of my coworkers one time and we went to lunch and I spent like the whole lunchtime on my phone. And they were like, man, that's kind of rude. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> uh, and looking back on it, it probably was rude. But anyway, I ain't like them like that anyway. But that's another, <laughs> that's another story for another day. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, I've seen that happen before. Uh, and I've even seen people, you know, you be t- you, you're talking to them and in mid sentence, they stop and they shoot a text to somebody. Uh, the one thing that the article did say is that studies have shown on average, on average, people check their phones 35 to 74 times a day. Now, how many times you check your phone a day? <laughs> Probably a little bit more than that. Some more than others. I would venture to say that younger people probably check their phones a lot more than that. Um, and one of the funny things is, is that it's so ironic that many people are scrolling through social media to see what other people are doing rather than paying attention to the person that's in front of them. I mean, you can't have quality face-to-face interactions if you're distracted by your phone. That's just simple and plain. Um, so, you know, all of that stuff can definitely lead to, you know, feelings of, you know, loneliness and isolation. Um, all in all, I think... It's going to take an effort, really a maximum effort on your part to combat that. Uh, One of the things that I think and I suggest is have time to detach. Like I remember I was talking to one of my boys and he was like, he's like, yeah, I don't I don't do any social media stuff on Sundays. 
And I was like, why? He was like, it's the Sunday silence. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what the hell is the Sunday silence? He's like, well, I just, I don't do anything. He was like, I put my phone down. He's like, if I get a text or something, he said, I might respond to the text depending on who it is. And he said, other than that, I don't do anything. And he said, I, I, he said, you'll be surprised. He said, you should try it. You'll be surprised at how much you get accomplished when you're not stopping to look at the phone or check this or check that. And it's okay. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to try it. And lo and behold, it worked. And so what I would suggest is, you know, find a day or two. And just say, hey, I'm not going to do anything. I may respond to a text message depending on the severity of the text. But, uh, you know, just go silent and, 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 you know, find other things to do. And I think you'll find that, you know, you'll be able to be more productive, obviously. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure a lot of you use phone time and social media time and everything like that to get through the day of work. I do it myself. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't because I do. That being said, you don't want to put yourself in a position where it's so comforting to you where you feel like you can't have you you can't you can't move without it, if you will, right? Or if you did You'd feel lonely and isolated. You know, internet feelings are real. And, you know, people really do feel like this. And they really do put themselves in that type of situation. I think, ultimately, if you can set a goal for yourself and slowly detach yourself from it. And really, really focus in on what's in front of you. And that's usually another person. You're much, much better off. That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. Catch you guys next time. 5,000.